Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of Don't Be Ugly. That's right. It's episode two. We made it past episode one. Um, Which is honestly surprising. I'm really happy with how that turned out. I didn't think you could do it. Me? Yeah, you have commit- a- You have big time commitment issues. What do you mean? I mean, whenever you say you're going to do something, you automatically forget about it like the next day. That's not true. That is 100% true. No, I'm the one with all the stuff we do. I'm the one who makes the schedules. I plan out everything. I tell you what you have to do and I do what I need to get done. But you're the one who doesn't come through with okay. any of it. You want to talk about scuba diving? What do you mean? You told mom that you wanted to be a professional scuba diver. And so you made her pay $10,000 for lessons in the Bahamas. And then a week later, you decide that you don't want to do it anymore because you're afraid of water. And I'm afraid of heights. And I heights underwater is a lot. I yeah. didn't know how deep the water was. Okay, when you say 100 feet, I'm like, oh, okay, that's like 10 yards. But like when you put it in visual form, like there's so many critters at the bottom of the ocean. True. Like if you are scared of heights, it makes sense that you would be scared of swimming. Because it's like a thousand feet under you if you're in the ocean. Okay, if you guys didn't see that one surfer video where the sharks came up and ate the girl's arm. I forget her Bethany name. Bethany Hamilton. But I was going to say Bethany Moda, and that's why I didn't want to say the girl's name. I knew her first name was Bethany, but I didn't want to say Bethany Moda, because I know she's... Bethany Moda is um, retired, but she she's was a, a YouTuber yeah. at this point. Um, she comes up here and there. She's, she's one like, of those like YouTubers from 2013 that like no one remembers, but they vaguely do. But like... It's one of those deep memories in the back of your head. You're like, I recognize the name. And then you see the picture and you're like, oh my God, she's like a relic in American YouTube history who are or other, worldwide history. Who are other people like that? Like Tyler Oakley? But he's still kind of relevant really? though. Like he was on that one Amazing Race show. That was, No, that was um, Joey Graceffa. No, they both were. They both were? Yeah. Dude, I want to get on Survivor. So if it, does that mean that if I make it to reality TV that I'm automatically just like... Expired. I'm ex- no, I'm expired as a YouTuber. I mean, I feel like once YouTubers venture off into TV, it goes downhill. Why? Like, remember Fred? Like, he got a TV show on Yeah, but he's still on YouTube and he's getting so many views. Is and he's he? doing well for himself. He still has a YouTube channel? Yeah, he makes, like, normal videos, like, kind of commentary. Well, do, well, do they remember who Fred was? Because he can was kind of a it. while ago. No, he was, like, this YouTuber. He was, like, a child. But he made, like... He was a child actor. We know how that turns out. Yeah, at one point he (laughs) No, it actually turned out well for him. (laughs) It turned out well. At one point, he had, like, the most subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. But it was, like, 100,000. So that was, like, in 2007. If I was there at that point, I would have been the most subscribed person. But then I guess I would be expired. I'd be irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I probably would have been, like, four. So, (laughs) four years old. How old are you? When were you born? 1999. I... (laughs) Someone asked me how old I was the other day, and I was like, um, 21, and so Philip was like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 21. She's like 20, but she rounds up to 21 for some reason. No. 
<laughs> I don't round up. I just forgot how old I was because my birthday's in less than a month. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm 21. Because I feel like in my head, it's a number that I've wanted to reach forever. Right, it's a goal. Yeah, because then I can drink. And I've never even drank before. I've never ha- even had water. Why do you think I look so dry and old all the time? My skin's just dehydrated. I think the role only applies to, like, alcohol. Like, you can't drink Why would alcohol. I voluntarily drink, like, nail polish remover or, like, rubbing alcohol? That's disgusting. Well. What do you mean? We can move on. No. People in Russia actually did that. Drink what? I think they would were drinking at some point, like, rubbing alcohol. Because they wanted to get drunk, but, like, liquor was so expensive and they didn't have money. Like, that was a thing, I remember. <laughs> Caroline, you failed out of every single history class you were in. <laughs> I really don't trust you. I haven't had, like, a, I haven't had a good relationship with history. I just don't care for it. Um, <laughs> but obviously, the things that have happened in the past, I'm so sorry about. I'm just saying that I don't have an interest in it. Um, <laughs> you're, re- you're trying really hard not to get in a scandal. Yeah, I really don't want to get into a scandal. Everything in history we respect. We understand No, I do happened. not respect. I do not respect what happened in history because bad things have happened. I know, but good so things have happened, So I don't respect the too. bad things, but I respect the good things um there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in the world so i'm not going to put a blanket statement out there because no matter what people would be like caroline you're in the wrong no matter what so yeah, let's just I not comment you have to be on very it. careful as an influencer these days why oh well, yeah no i know that because you can be canceled for anything okay well it's so easy to cancel like a subscription so if you can't if someone's canceled just unsubscribe just you don't want their subscription anymore well that's what people do unsubscribe (laughs) like that's not a joke that's actually what happens (laughs) i was just gonna like make a joke about like oh i just canceled amazon prime like i didn't want the subscription no but like people unsubscribe no i know that i'm i'm aware of that i have this video idea that caroline doesn't want to do but basically it would be to um see how many drama channels you could get on in a week dude i know i want to do it but like i don't think i would get on any of them you could though because all the stuff in our videos or youtube videos are like we don't want like i know some of our jokes might seem like really out of pocket like making a joke about coronavirus saying that all the donations from my fake eyelash business are gonna go to coronavirus but it wasn't I didn't even say that. I said, I'm really sorry for everyone during these trying times. Get your foot off the tripod. No, seriously, get your foot off the tripod. Last time we were recording and Philip had his foot on the tripod the entire time and he was shaking it. And while I was editing, I, it's like this little thing. Stop going up on tangents. No, it's those little things. I'm like, oh, like, oh, stop. I really want to hear about this, um, eyelash business. Okay. So we filmed a YouTube video, like cutting my hair in the dark. And I said that I was cutting my hair because I couldn't get materials to make fake eyelashes because I want to start a new business. I'm a young entrepreneur. I have a lot of ideas. So I was going to cut my hair, make them into fake eyelashes. And I said, I'm sorry for everyone um, that's going through a hard time right now. There are really trying times during coronavirus. Like, um, so all the profits I make from these eyelashes are going to go right back into my bank account. And I thought that, I was like, should I cut that joke out? Like, I don't know if it's too far, because obviously I don't believe that. Like, my heart really goes out to people. But I just don't, I don't want to be canceled. So, and I know some of our jokes might seem out of pocket. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had a joke about arthritis. And I was, like, not even going to, I took it out of the video. I had a joke. <laughs> I said my biggest fears in life is, um, like, getting wrinkles or having arthritis which i know arthritis is a really hard thing for a lot of old people so i was like i don't want to offend my older audience or sometimes people have early onset arthritis so i was like i'm just not gonna go there i mean i think that's the best choice especially for you because um with your 
250 subscribers, people definitely are looking to cancel you. I have so many subscribers at this point, we just shorten the number. Right. Uh, you left out the thousand. 250,000, I'm sorry. I was about to say 250 hundred thousand, but then I realized that was repetitive. <laughs> I think I've been out of school for too long. Wait, 250 hundred thousand. Wait, 250,000. Dude, Shoot. you should like hold the mic, I feel like, further away from your mouth, because I feel like it's going to be so off balance when we're talking. Sorry if this audio is janky. By the way, we have two microphones at this point, so... Um, yeah, we've made it. I would just like to say our first podcast did so well, our first episode, that we can afford a new camera and camera, like a tripod. No, not a new camera, recording devices. I'm so into YouTube that I feel like sometimes I, I call everything filming instead of like recording. Um, so yeah, we have another mic for Philip. Um, I gave him the older one and mm-hmm. I have the newer one um, because obviously my voice has to be more crisp and clean. Um, because I'm, because <laughs> I am the main host of this podcast. We still only have one camera and there's no editing in this podcast. Um, I feel like it, I feel like it makes it more wholesome. Also, it's easier for me to edit and it, um, it's just uh, expensive. So <laughs> it doesn't matter though. I'm rich. Um, yeah. You were talking about CRISPR. <laughs> Caroline, no. Cause I wanted to bring up that joke. Okay, well, it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> Why? No, nothing. Why? I said nothing. Okay, whatever. It. So we are going to... Okay, last episode, we gave beauty advice. And last episode, I wanted you guys to get to know me a little bit better. Because I know on my YouTube channel, if you guys watch my YouTube channel, a lot of you guys think I'm playing a character, which obviously I am. Like, uh, duh, who acts like that in your life? Um, I do. You do. Um, I'm just a little <laughs> bit unstable sometimes, all the time. Um, so I wanted to, like, um, kind of let you guys get to know me. And then I told a few stories on the podcast. But I guess naturally, I'm a really sarcastic person. And so is Philip. Like, the way we were talking now and earlier is just like our normal conversations and I feel like right now we're not being sarcastic but sometimes I'm very sarcastic and people think I'm trying to play a character and I'm like no this is like literally my personality and also I had finals exams this week so I feel like last week I was a total robot and I was like oh I'm boring like I re-listened to the episode when I was editing and I was like this is so bad I don't like it and then Philip was like, it's okay, you just post it. And we did, and you guys liked it. So <laughs> before we get into anything, I do want to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, if you guys want to support us more, though, you could give us five stars. <laughs> uh, if you're listening on iTunes, and you guys could like leave a comment or subscribe and turn on the notifications and do all that jazz. Um, all that jazz. But that's just like if you like us a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. Like You don't have to. But, like, if you really like us, then you will. Yeah, if you really like us, you give us a five-star review. Yeah, but what I was saying, I go off on a lot of tangents. Nothing of what I say ever makes sense. Um, At the end of last week's podcast... podcast. (laughs) At the end of last week's podcast episode, I wanted to... We gave advice to our subscribers, but I feel like it would be more beneficial to, like, give advice in the beginning. So if you're listening just for the advice, you don't have to wait till the end of the podcast. Um, But, yeah, we have a caller today. Um, In our female yeah by the way female Woo! we're doing female segment um female are just voicemails from our listeners we would call it male but that is sexist so um philip you want to pull up the podcast uh, the recording we have yeah it's on our um really old telephone and i know a lot of you guys were asking like what we do or like how you guys can leave voicemails we actually don't have a number yet um we've just been giving i've been giving my number out to random strangers on the street um not my personal number but philip's number Mm -hmm. 
First, I a just lot did of people it. have been calling me. Really? Yeah. My, is it for you? No, it's for the podcast. Okay. But I just don't appreciate you giving out my number to strangers. Well, I did it at first because I knew you were lonely, and I really just wanted to give out your number so you would feel like people care about I you. I know, but I don't want random people calling me asking for advice. But, like, you always just say, Caroline, I live in your shadow, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted you to know that not everyone that likes you only likes you because of me. What? You heard what I said. You don't make sense. Okay, anyway, onto the female segment. This is why we have to take away your speaking privileges. (laughs) This is not... What is the women's rights amendment? (laughs) No, what? (laughs) The amendment for women. Like, the 17th? Yeah. No, the 19th. Is that for women to vote? 19th is for women to vote, I think. What is the um, amendment for women to speak? I think that was the First Amendment, freedom of speech. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> there are a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, sayings going around, like, oh, I'm so happy I can't get coronavirus because I'm a woman. Therefore, I'm an object and we can't get sick. And like, ob- <laughs> like an oh, I'm object an object, like, I'm a sick. woman. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was funny. Anyway, onto the female segment. I don't segment. think that's funny. I think that's pretty offensive. Well, obviously it's offensive. But, like, it's one of those jokes where it's like, okay, this is very sarcastic. It's not true. Can you pull up the voicemail? Yeah. I've been sitting here waiting. You're the one with the the Oh, I have the phone, by the way. Okay. We're going to... Okay, this episode of female. Woo. Okay. (laughs) Woo. You're going to have to restart that. (laughs) Start again. There's an error with that. There's an error. He feels really bad at his job. He has one job. He's only my secretary, manager, babysitter. Yes. I might kick you out of this van right now. Caroline, this listener really wants their advice. Okay. Can I just play it again? Yeah. Hi, Caroline. I loved your last podcast, but I really need advice. I just got out of prison, and I have my first job interview on Sunday, and I really need help perfecting my interview skills so I can snag that job. Seriously, if I don't get a job, my parole officer is going to be on my back. Please give me advice. Thanks. First of all, if your parole officer is on your back, that's assault. Yeah. If the what? if your parole officer is on Thanks. your back, you better hit him off. Um, I don't know if she wants us to say this because she is an ex-con, an ex-felon, um, but that was Kate. She is <laughs> a 19-year-old ex-con from um, the De- great state of Nebraska. Des Moines, Nebraska. <laughs> Des Moines, Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so Little Rock, Nebraska. <laughs> Little Rock, Nebraska. I forget which city it was um but um that's interesting we've never had a caller calling from is she calling from inside prison or outside of prison she's calling i forget she might be inside prison but like she's calling so she can get advice once she gets out you know what i'm saying oh okay because once you're out of prison they just push you out into the real world and you have nothing so you have to kind of like so she needs to get a job so she can succeed yeah and like i know with a lot of (gasps) We know Steve Jobs. We could totally offer her a job. Oh my God, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I didn't realize. That. I didn't realize that. No. I was okay. trying to make a joke. It wasn't yeah, funny. Yeah, you think people, okay, whatever. That's, <laughs> okay. that's evil. No, a lot of like prisons, when you get out, you have to get like a job. Yes. So they know. Or if you're just a normal person, you yeah. probably need a job. So like, if Unless you're, you're a trust fund kid like me. Right. But this is my job. Thanks for paying my taxes, you guys. Can I talk? Yes, you can. Okay. Well, um. If you're, like, on parole, you need a job to show them you're reintegrating back into society. So, obviously, it would be hard to get a job because if you do have a criminal record, a lot of employers will look at that and immediately throw your name out of the pile. Out of the pool. You're automatically a dead fish. 
you're not allowed back in the water. Right. So um, I have a lot of experience with this because believe it or not, I have, I am a woman of the work, working class, a working class woman. I'm also a first class woman, as in I fly first class and I'm also in the 1%. Um, so coming from my perspective, I don't know why you asked this advice, but uh, because we are very, definitely in very different situations, unfortunately. But from my experience, um, if you need to go to a job, if you're going to an interview um, and you're really nervous about it, my first thing is don't even practice. For your interview. Yeah, don't practice because it's always true that the first take is always the best take. So go, don't practice, don't even, don't even look up the company you're going to work for, like the company you're interested in, because you could just make it up along the way and it doesn't sound as scripted and I think people really appreciate appreciate that genuineness. This is not good advice. No, when it works. When you go into an interview, you have to know what you're interviewing for. No, no, it works. This is why it works. Have you ever had a job before? Okay, it's probably different between men and women. You probably can't relate to this, but she's a female because this is female, not male segment. So back off for a second. I'm going to talk. Okay, go ahead. Well, please jump in, but you know what I mean. Well, my knees are kind of bad, so I don't know. <laughs> how much jumping you'll get into. So, um, if you're, like, really nervous, don't even put time or effort into, like, like I said, practicing um, or, like, getting to know your company or researching your interviewer. What I would do is I would spend the most time on your looks. Um, So, by that, I mean people don't care what you have to say if you have a pretty face. So basically you could put on a lot of really like just cake on the makeup, like pretend it's your birthday and you're eating all the cake. Just put like, just take it and cake it on. I'm talking foundation. I'm talking blush. I'm talking bronzer, lip gloss. You can even go for a lipstick. You can go for both. That'll help you get the job quicker. Um, you can go for extreme mascara, um, fake lashes, four inch heels. The, Tighter the skirt, probably not good. Go for looser clothing because you want them to focus on your face. Right. And I'm talking from experience, so I can say this. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they are... Your makeup honestly doesn't even have to look that good. Because when they're talking, if it looks ugly, then they're going to be ta- paying more attention to your makeup than what you have to say. Right. And if you're like someone who doesn't have a lot of experience or good ideas, I guess that could help you um, distract the employer. Yeah. So if they say, oh, what were you in prison for? You go, I stole makeup. And they'll be like, oh, it makes sense. You just just make it up. Literally just make it up. Um, <laughs> this is, I don't know. This advice is kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Why? Because you're lying to your employer. And like you're, shouldn't you get the job because you're qualified? Yeah, but she is qualified. The only thing that's holding her back is her record. And I'm not talking about like a music or a DVD, or a CD, just her criminal record. Right. Well, I guess if she wants to change, and if this is the only way she can do it, it would be okay. Okay. But if you want, I think we should give her, like, a practice interview. Okay. Because definitely, if you are watching this, Kate, and you want to know what a good interview looks like, we can um, show you. Do you want to be the interviewer on the interviewee? If you want. Okay. So obviously this tactic wouldn't work because I'm not wearing a lot of makeup right now and I also don't have a criminal record, but I think... Well, you um, can just act like you do. Okay. What what did I get in trouble for? I'll ask you in the interview. Okay. Well, don't put me on the spot like that. Okay. Okay. So, um... We have no room in this minivan right now. We're trying to, like, adjust so we can see each other. Okay. Okay. Hi! What's your name? Make sure... Okay. My first tip, make sure that... if you don't, especially if you don't have any upper body strength, when you give a handshake, just limp fish. 
Limp fish all your the way. Your handshake is horrible. Yeah, but then the thing is, they'll be caught off guard by your handshake that they won't even think about your criminal record. <laughs> well, I'm not thinking about that yet. Okay. 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 Next one. Okay. Let's you go. T- you held my hand restart, for too long. Restart. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Um. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking. It's it's kind of like a metaphor. Like I'm saying limp fish because when you were in the pool of applicants, they didn't throw you <laughs> out, so you're not a dead fish. So they didn't throw limp. you out of the pool. Yeah. You're just like a okay. limp fish. You just have you a have little bit. Seriously. You're not a healthy fish. You're just a limp you fish. Like you're at a little bit of a disadvantage. You have to take this seriously okay. now. Okay. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Carolina Rosalia. Gonzalez, Ricky. That was so good. I totally rolled my R's. Okay. okay. You can't give commentary. Okay, no we'll commentary. We'll give the commentary at the Okay, end, you'll okay? give me advice. Okay. okay. One more time. Three, two, one. Hi, what's your name? My name is Caroline Elizabeth. Uh, that's my real middle name. You have name. to say your name's Kate. Okay. Because, like, you have to put yourself in the okay. caller's shoes. What's your name? Hi, my name is Kate, and I'm an ex-con. That's my last name, not my criminal record. Well, it's really nice to meet you. Do you have a resume? Um... I do not, because I do not have access to the printers, and I am banned from all libraries, or com- public libraries in our city, for something I did, um, but we're not going to get into that right now, because it doesn't matter. So, well, unfortunately, like to, I could not print out my resume. I'd, I'd like to get into that later in the interview, if you don't mind. Yeah, of because course. I'm an open book. No pun intended. <laughs> obviously, at Spicy Girl Jewelry, we want to make sure that all of our employees are... Um, are very good citizens and people who would make a great place in our environment. So we are don't you want... looking for models or no? So what's this position? I thought it was a, like I'm a model citizen. This is for environmental services. Why is it called Spicy Girl? Well, like we need someone to clean the offices. Oh after. yeah, okay, okay, cool. Um, I can see on your resume you don't have very much work experience or um, the education. Pr- so no. could you explain that to me? Um, when I was incarcerated, I was able to actually work at the prison, but they won't let me put that on my resume. Well, what did you I do? Was, I was environmental services there, so I had a lot of experience cleaning bathrooms. Oh. Well, like, what would be the most um, important skill you learned from that job in, in prison? I wouldn't say that there was necessarily one skill. Being... In jail, it's, like, an experience in itself, so there's a lot of skills, so I can't really pick one out. Um, Well, like, if you had to pick one. My most favorite skill? um, Probably flirting. Well, not, like, your favorite. (laughs) The most, like, useful for a company. Okay, okay. Flirting with the security guards. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, flirting with them, because you know what that taught me? It taught me how to speak to others, specifically men, and it also taught me how to get whatever I want. So therefore, if I did work at your company, I might start off as environmental services as the janitor, but therefore I will flirt my way up to the top. Ma'am, um, do you mind if we move on? This is kind of making me uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's okay. Where are we moving to? Like well, Arkansas, Arkansas? No, we're staying in the office. I mean, like going on. With oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so what is one thing that you can bring to the company? I could bring, like, cupcakes. Like, I'm a really good chef. Um, I could... My, oh, my mom told me how to make these really good croissants. She's actually not even French, but she taught me how to make them. I could bring them if we had a French day. No, like, I don't want you to bring something to the office. I want you to, like, bring a personality trait okay. to um, our company. What's, like, something that you could bring to our company that would improve it? If that makes the question easier. Um, next question, please. No, I'd really like to hear the answer. What was the question? You know what? We can move on. Okay, okay. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. 
You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I just have one final question okay. for you, and is... If you were at our company, where do you see yourself at our company in five years? Um, like I said, if my plan goes well, I will flirt my way up to the top, and I would like to be the CEO, Chief um, Executive Officer. If that's not good CEO. enough, yeah, but I could be your right-hand woman. I could be the COO, the coup. I could be the um, <laughs> CFO, the foo. I could be <laughs> the UFO, the alien. I could also be a PNO. <laughs> <laughs> You guys get it? Piano? P- piano? <laughs> That's not funny. That's funny to um, me. Yeah, that was really bad. Why? But you didn't even talk about y- your makeup. No, but the thing is, I didn't have to talk about it. The- I told you before just to pretend like I'm wearing a lot of makeup. So you had to envision that in your head. I know, but Obviously, I'm not wearing a lot of makeup because no, I don't need it. No offense, but oh. your answers did not were so bad that I even though your makeup was so distracting I still wouldn't hire you but the thing is you have you have to when you're going for a job interview you have to do a lot of you have to give answers that are so out of pocket that they'll remember you there's no doubt in my mind that if you were a real interviewer that you would forget me I wouldn't forget you but I definitely would remember to put you on like a restraining order to make sure you come nowhere near a company why? Because you were horrible. No, I wasn't. I was I don't good. Even, I wouldn't even care that you're an ex-con. I don't even care if you, like, robbed a bank. But your, like, your interview was so bad. Okay. Have you have you even had a job before? I have had a job. You've had a job. I've had um, paper out. I didn't do it half the time, but I still got paid. Um, What's a paper out? A paper out is where the local company gives you, you papers local company? <laughs> the local newspaper company think dunder mifflin but of the news um they just have someone drop off papers at your house um this is kind of an ancient idea considering that no one um does reads the newspaper anymore and if you are hi you're part of my older population that watches my videos um but basically you just fold up fold up the newspaper and you throw it on people's porches and doorsteps um, but the thing is, I would actually go up to people's doorsteps, I wouldn't walk in their grass, and I would drop it off at the doorstep, because I was, like, that good at my job. That's really responsible. Yeah. Um, babysitter. 
I You were a babysitter? Yeah, I didn't babysit babies though. So I would say child, like child sitter, sitter or like mm-hmm. little kid sitter. But I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a like anything sitter sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Babysitter, why would you sit on babies? What about stander? Like you could be a baby stander. Well, I did have a lemonade stand. I was a stander. I was also a bystander most of my life because I never intervened in any situations. Yeah. Like ever, just any situation. Yeah. I've only helped myself, but barely that even. So, um, (laughs) what else? I worked as a golf caddy. If you guys don't know what that is, if you guys are privileged enough like me to go to golf courses, um, my parents didn't belong to one, but they, my, my parents' friends did. So I would, um, carry the golfer's golf bag. Yeah, you guys probably would never think that I would do that, but I did. For how long? Four or five years. And I was the first person ranked to honor caddy in their, within their second year, I think, ever. Well, maybe second person. I was also caddy of the year, and I beat all the boys in my second year. So if you guys are really talking about work experience, I know what I'm talking about. And yeah, maybe I got the job because of nepotism. Or capitalism. Capitalism. We all work for our money. that was so bad I don't really know what nepotism, capitalism, socialism any of that means don't try to school me right now I don't care I just finished my classes do you know what democratism is? being able to vote for your leader (laughs) supreme leader I love that I love the person I was about to say that I was about to say that oh Um, my gosh I wonder who the CEO of supreme is because they could call it the supreme leader they probably have like a no they probably have like a big head because oh, they're yeah. literally, I'm the CFO of Supreme. Like, how can you own Supreme? Like, how do you think you're the best of Supreme? Like, you're the Supreme You're already leader. the best, yeah. but you're already the best. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Um, and then my most recent job, besides, like, YouTube and my jewelry business and being a model, an actress, singer, dancer, dentist, student body president of the United States. Huge resume. If you guys need resume tips, you I got can, you. You can just loan them some of your experience. <laughs> yeah, if you guys... I feel like it's so much. I could, like, give it out. Just, like, if you need a reference, just put my name down. I could be, like, your manager, um, mm-hmm. and then I will speak very highly of you. Yeah, like, if you need a reference number, just put down female, because, like, we'll yeah, eventually I answer. Say, <laughs> I yeah. was about to say, like, we could get some of your bosses on here leaving voicemails. Like, hey, Stacy said that you're her boss, just wondering, and then we could, like, answer Call that. Back, yeah. yeah. Uh, because they're asking for advice. They're asking mm-hmm. about how Someone this person... Else. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my most recent job in high school for three summers was I was a waitress at a local, not even local, Bob Evans. It's like yeah, Bob Evans is, like, a national chain, I think. But I feel like it's mostly Midwest, where we okay. live. Like a Midwest chain. What do they do? Like, what is it's Bob a breakfast. Evans? It's, like, he's a freaking asshole. Oh, I didn't <laughs> say that. I had to bleep that out. Um, he is an old man. He's probably dead at this point. Honestly, he may have been just a fictional character. It's just a franchise. They made a lot of money off that man's name. So, Bob Evans is basically a breakfast chain. It's, like, Perkins. Or Denny's. Or Denny's. Or, or, or Waffle House. You guys get the gist. It's a local one in the Midwest, near where I live, um, near where Philip lives too. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we live in the same house. <laughs> you never believe it. Why? But, um, we do. We are siblings. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so um, yeah, I worked there for like three summers, and the only reason I quit is because I wanted to pursue YouTube. And also, I was leaving for work, work one day, and um, one of the we have like a brick patio way and brick stairs down to like our driveway uh, which is currently a used car lot right now because we got like 15 cars in our parking lot because everyone's home because of quarantine um 
but yeah basically I worked about my bins I quit because I twisted my ankle but I think I sprained it and then I still went into work even though I couldn't walk and my ankle was purple and swollen and then I got to work and I like was like limping basically holding back tears like sucking them back up my eyelashes almost fell out and my managers were like you're just being dramatic like I don't know why you're like crying right now and I'm like oh that's because you put me on the floor by myself at noon which is when all like the people come in here to like eat you know because it's a breakfast place and um yeah you put me on the floor by myself literally I was just laying on the floor no um when you're a waitress basically the floor you get assigned sections and like I was the only waitress there at that moment and I like couldn't walk my ankle was purple my managers were telling me to stop being a baby and so I started to cry and then I said I need to go home or else I'm gonna quit And then I said, yeah, I'll be back. Because my brother still worked there at that point. We worked there together, my older brother, Henry. Um, Yeah. So I worked there. And then I told my boss that I couldn't go in because my ankle was still swollen. Because I just wanted to hang out with my friends. Because eventually, after like two days, it got better. But (laughs) then Henry quit. So I was like, oh, I don't have to go back. I'm not going back. I was only maintaining face because of Henry. I didn't want his managers to hate him because they already hated me enough. Um, so yeah, I just went back in. I said, Hey, I can't work at least for a week. And they're like, okay, we're going to need a doctor's note. And I'm like, I haven't been to the doctor since I got a shot in eighth grade. How do, how dare they ask for doctor's notes when they don't even give you health insurance? Exactly. I'm (laughs) yeah. How am I supposed to go to the doctor? How am I supposed to afford that? Excuse me. Besides like your parents. That's a whole different issue. No, Um, like I want to hear more about like your work stories today okay, not your quitting stories okay but can i say my cousin broke her ankle two days before we were supposed to go to miami like two years ago that's a lot of math sorry about that um but so she had a ankle brace like a full-on broken ankle brace like a huge boot so i wore that in and i said oh i can't work like I'm, I'm like i can barely walk and they're like okay let us know we love to have you back next summer i said oh so when i'm about to quit is the only time you actually appreciate me right. even though i was one of the best people there and i i was the only one who actually did their job and cleaned up i don't do that anymore we have mates onto a different topic um I could tell you the worst story. Yeah, I want to hear some of these um, work stories and how you used your beauty. Um, so... Because, like, I know being a waitress, a big part of getting tips is, like, how you appear. I actually did an experiment. Well, mostly out of laziness. So if I had makeup on, I wouldn't take it off. I would just go to work in makeup. And then some other days I just wouldn't wear makeup. And um, I got tipped the same. People were mean. (laughs) One time a lady just left me a quarter. She left you a quarter? Yeah. And not, like, a quarter of a million. Like, just a quarter. And I was like, this is disrespectful. But half the time, you can only see your tips. Like, you can tip on card when you're paying on card. And you pay at the register. You don't pay at the table. Like, you go up to the register after you eat and you pay. So I couldn't really see if people left me a tip or not. And I'm guessing by my paycheck amount, I didn't get tipped very often. (laughs) But the thing is, I was good. People were just mean. Like, people were so mean. These people made me cry because I was on the floor with one other person it was such a busy night and um this lady had like six kids and on tuesdays kids eat free so her kids were being little brats and i'm like first of all if you're gonna go to a restaurant you can't be rude to your waitress or waiter i've never done anything to food like i've never spit in it or anything but i'm sure it happens people stick their hand their fingers in coffee as you're filling up that's hot cold Cold whatever okay Um, i was gonna say yeah like 
you don't know what goes on behind the scenes and I can tell you it happens. I've never done it. Once again, my attorney, my, my friend, my attorney would be really sad if I admitted that, but I, I swear like I've never done anything to yeah. people's food cause I respect people too much, mm-hmm. but this lady made me cry because they were asking for so much. They were being so mean. We were out of chicken and they could not believe that we were out of chicken and they were yelling at me for it. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm not the chef and I'm not God. I cannot make this shit stuff disappear, disappear out of nowhere. Right. Stop yelling at me. Go to a, a different restaurant. And Applebee's like, is down the street. Their kids were eating free. Like, you yeah. can't complain. And so my man, I start crying because I'm just like so in done. No, but in the back. I was just so done. But thank God, the only people on my shift besides the chef, the chef was always a guy. The kitchen cleaner was always a guy. They always hired men for that job. I don't know why. And they always only hired like female hostesses. It's weird. Whatever. Um, but yeah, that happened. And my manager. She was like, think, like, all the waitresses are female. My manager was female. So they're like, we get it. Like, you've just had a long day. You're overworked. Um, These people are being really mean. So my manager went out to the table. She goes, this girl's going to college in three weeks, and you just made her cry. You can leave this restaurant right now. And that's the only time I've ever had respect for my managers because that's the only time they were actually nice to me. Did they leave? Yeah, they tried to tip me, and I told her, I, they tried to tip me, like, $10. Um, I think they got their food to go, and they didn't even have to pay for it, because my manager was like, just leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was that bad, and That's I looked savage. at her, and my manager goes, my manager turns back to me. They're like, we want to give her a tip, and I, basically, we were talking through my manager. I was being so <laughs> mean, and I've never been confrontational, especially at work before, and I literally looked at my man- manager with the people right behind her trying to give me money, and I said, I don't want their money, and I walked away, oh my and my manager was like, I respect it. <laughs> She's like, they'll never be back here um, yeah they're definitely never coming back to bob yeah. Evans after that dude good people <laughs> complain for no reason they'll call corporate and corporate will give them gift cards like just so, give them gift cards yeah i don't you like if you're at a restaurant and you complain to the manager don't you get free stuff if you complain to corporate if you complain to manager like oh the food was cold they'll probably take it off your bill because uh, like a restaurant chain like that, they have a lot of repeat customers and they don't want to lose them. Or if someone has had a bad experience and goes to corporate, then corporate will literally, they don't want that bad word getting around. So they'll give you stuff for free to keep you coming back. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that happened. And another interesting story that happened to me was um, this lady didn't leave a tip. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? She asked for so much. Like, this is so rude. And I know she didn't leave a tip because she paid in cash. So, um, and she didn't leave money at the table, but she, (laughs) she left and I was like, dang, that stinks. But she left her computer there. Oh yeah. And she also didn't pay her bill. She, I forgot. She dined and dashed. She didn't tip me. She didn't pay her bill, but she left her computer. She left her computer. So I told my manager, I'm like, yo, you're going to have to cancel this order. Cause we can't cancel orders or change orders once it's in the system. Cause they don't want us stealing money. So, yeah, I told my manager that. She goes, oh, sweet, let me see the receipt that she didn't pay for, put it on top of her computer, took it back to the office, and she goes, she's going to come back for this computer, and I'm, <laughs> we could call the cops if we wanted. Um, so I don't know if she's going to come back. She eventually did. She still didn't leave me a tip, and I wish her nothing but bad things. So she had to... Pay- but not in life, just bad karma. Could you imagine... Because like, I'm not that mean of a person. After dining and dashing, you have to go back. Yeah. And then pay for your meal. Well, I couldn't imagine because I'm not that terrible of a person. Right. Yeah. You could never imagine because yeah. you've never done anything bad. Yeah, I haven't. I think the worst thing I've ever done was like go one mile over the speed limit. Um, if you're not from the U.S., kilometers, kilometers, feet, uh, inches, centimeters, millimeters. Yeah. We're talking about distance. Um, but yeah, besides that, like 
I probably put in more effort to like the way I looked when I was a waitress than I do for my YouTube videos. And for a second, I was like, dang, I was watching my old videos and I was like, wow, I really don't put much effort into the way I look. Like I mm-hmm. rarely wear makeup and that's just because I'm lazy. And, um, people were like, no, it adds to your character. Also holding your camera two inches from your face adds to your character too. Yeah. You do not try with your camera <laughs> angles. I'm going to be honest. I look so bad. I look so bad in my videos, but, and I didn't even try. It just kind of happened. Like I didn't know you're not supposed to hold your camera. Like an inch from your face like I do people ask me if I do it on purpose and I'm like what are you talking about like I literally had no clue yeah um so yeah that happened um but I probably put more effort into putting on makeup and like as a waitress than I do for YouTube um well like that leads me to the question does like pretty privilege exist like do you get more tips or do you get like better treatment if you are better looking See, I've only looked the same my whole life. So you wouldn't know. So I wouldn't know, but I was also putting on makeup one time, like BB cream and all. Like I put, mm-hmm. BB cream is like a moisturizer, like a tinted moisturizer. It's like kind of like foundation, but it's moisturizing um, and it's lighter coverage. I did that. I did my highlighter. I did my bronzer. I did my mascara. And my friend comes in and goes, okay, when are you getting ready? And I'm like, I just got ready. <laughs> She's oh like, oh, you're wearing gosh. makeup? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I couldn't tell. But it's a good thing. And I'm like, thank you. Okay. I just put in like half an hour of work, but it's fine. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't know because our whole life, like, I would say we've honestly been sheltered. And I'm saying that like, like, I'm, I acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. Like, I went to all girls high school, private school. I went to Catholic school my whole life. And then it was only when I went to college that I went to public school for the first time. So, We've been pretty, like, sheltered our whole life. Um, So, I mean, I would say yes. Pretty privilege obviously exists because people will treat you better just by the way you look, which I think is messed up, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And, like, so, Kate, if you're still listening to this, (laughs) after we gave you your advice, if you don't remember, Kate's the prisoner who called in to female. um, I would agree that you should wear makeup to your interview. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be, like, that much, like I said. But so that's you're, only you're if... you changing your story. No, huh? you didn't let me finish. You don't have mm-hmm. to wear that much makeup if you um, know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But if you're unprepared, you have to get a hot outfit and a, look hot. So pretty privilege only exists if you're dumb and you need to make up for it. No, <laughs> no, pretty... Look up a What Would You Do episode with John Quinones. You all know that TV show, What Would You Do, where they f- create fake situations um, for people who, to react. Yeah. I'm sure that they have one about pretty privilege. They have one about everything. That show has been going on forever. They need content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm pretty privileged. Coming from you, what would you say? Do you look at someone and treat them differently if they're prettier? Like, say if a girl came up to you. She was wearing sweats and, like, she was, like, kind of, like, whatever. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Just, like, she didn't wasn't right. wearing makeup. She just woke up. Like, imagine me and my YouTube videos if you're a fan, if you're a caroler. Um, or would you, if a girl came up with you, came up to you and was asking for directions um, and she was like full glam, fake lashes, everything, four inch heels, would you give her the right directions well, or would like, you give them the wrong directions? I would never give anyone the wrong directions unless you were asking. But what if it was like, but what like, if they were asking about one direction? No. Like Zane? <laughs> Harry? I don't know anything about that. Okay, never um, mind. But like... Bad joke. I feel like I personally don't treat anyone different. Yeah. But I feel like in, like, situations where um, it could come to an advantage, it, like, people would. 
Like, for job interviews and stuff... I've heard that actually is a thing. You can, like, people... Taller men? If you mm-hmm. are a taller man, like, especially than the person you're interviewing, you're more likely to get the job. And that's mm-hmm. so sad, but that's what I've learned in my business classes. Like, they talk about this. They're so like, yeah, the sad reality is that this does happen. And if I'm being serious, like, obviously I would never treat someone different. Like, I personally don't treat someone different based on the way they look. I treat someone based on how they treat me. So if you're a <laughs> horrible person... I'm going to treat you very nice. And if you're very nice, I'll treat you very nice. And you want to know why? Because my parents raised me right. Or left. Yeah. Probably more left. I'm a little bit skewed um, <laughs> with my personality and everything. My charm. And your trust fund. And my trust fund. Everything good about you. Yeah. So um, not much. But yeah. Pretty privileged. Like, it does exist. It does. Especially, yeah, like you were saying, like, people may not try to do it. But everything is, like, very subconscious. Have you guys like, seen those movies where it's, like, the the woman boss goes for her secretary who's a guy and he's young. And she hired him because he was young and cute. Like, that's a thing in movies, but that happens in real life. And it's the opposite, mm-hmm. too. We have all these people, like, they hire people because they think that they can, like, have a relationship there. Or just because they want someone nice to look at. Which mm-hmm. I think is messed up, but it's true. Like, secretaries, I feel like. Yeah. Like, not the ones in your school who, like, are, like, 80 years old, but, like, the ones for, like, flashy corporations, like, at least in all, like, the movies I watch, You're they definitely Once again, are. sheltered. Well, like, everyone's sheltered right now. Have you ever had a Because we can't exactly job? leave the house. Shut up. We're in a van, so. Well, I've, I've had pretty much every job you've had. Because (laughs) once again, I live in your shadow. Phil does live in my shadow. Also, if something works for... We have six kids in our family, (laughs) so a lot of you guys don't know that. But if something works for the oldest kid, it works for everyone else. Like, if... It goes down to, like, the smallest detail. Like, if the oldest kid did a certain club in grade school, we all have to do that club. It's like our oldest brother, Michael... If he, he decided what sport he wanted to play, and then we all played the same sport. Not not a joke. Cross country. Cross country. We all ran cross country. <laughs> and it's also, like, my dad, I love him. I'm th- so grateful he raised us this way, because I would be a quitter. I would have quit <laughs> YouTube such a long time ago. Um, but it's like, if Michael decided to do cross country, oh, cool, it worked for him. Keep in mind, he ran one season until his knees got shredded, and he couldn't run anymore. But then we all had to run for four years because our dad wouldn't let us quit. It's not like, oh, you start a season, you don't like the sport, you get to quit after the season. It's like, no, you started a sport, you don't quit for four years until you can't play anymore when they don't have a team for you. Yeah. A lot of parents are like, you can't quit. You just can't... You just... If you don't want... If you... You have to finish a season, and after yeah. that, you can, like, stop yeah. doing it. But, like, we're like, if you start it... Like, I started cross-country in, like, sixth grade yeah. in grade school, and I had to do it till 12th grade. Same. I only got to <laughs> like, quit my junior... Crazy. I quit my senior year so I could practice for my ACT. How did I didn't, that go? I didn't do that. I didn't improve. <laughs> um, so that really was down the drain, and so was my physical fitness and muscle mass. Um, still have never regained it. Never really had it in the first place. Yeah, I don't know where um, you're coming from. But, yeah, no, I... Our dad, like, if I... <laughs> would read a book like I would start a book and I wouldn't like it and it was like a long book I remember telling my dad I didn't like Harry Potter book and I read like a chapter he said oh no you have to finish you start (laughs) when you finish what you start you don't just quit um yeah (laughs) we like my family goes to mass every Sunday and I swear like never in our life have we ever missed mass like we even watched it on tv during quarantine while churches are closed but we were altar servers from the time we were in fifth grade 
all the time until we were a senior in high school. That means serving, like, with the priest, like, twice a month. And what is, like, altar serving, if they don't know? So, like, you, if you're not, like, Christian or Catholic, I don't know how many Christian religions have altar service, but basically you just aid the priest with, like, handing him, like, holy books or, like, (laughs) holy water, basically. And you're basically, like, his maid, but for the altar, so... During yeah. mass. Yeah, assistant, that is the word. During yeah. mass. So we did that, and we would um, schedule our work schedules around serving. So, like, that was always a thing for us. So we had a paper out. Um, Henry decided to have a paper out. Therefore, he handed down the paper out every year. And it was to the point where Philip and Charles weren't making any money that my parents were like, oh, you can finally quit. Right. Like, I had to be like... I'm in 12th grade, Dad. Can I please not have a paper out anymore? <laughs> and it's not like even... Like, <laughs> a paper out is, like, a job for, like, eight, like eight-year-olds. like Yeah. That's the same with me. I quit my sophomore, junior, junior year of high school, and it wasn't even that profitable in the end. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I have a full-time job. I'm waitressing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, if, like, one thing works for someone, it just works for the rest. And honestly, it's worked out, though. Because, like, what sport would we have played if we didn't run cross-country? Because I know when I was in fourth grade, my p- mom actually... <laughs> they told me they didn't have a soccer team anymore. Um, they kind of just shut down suddenly. And it was because I would kick people <laughs> trying to get the ball. But my skill was that I would just kick Wait, people while I'm I was confused. trying to get the ball. They told you that the soccer team didn't exist because de- they didn't want you to play? Yeah, like, the referees and people's parents would complain to my mom after soccer practice. Keep in mind, she never told me until I was in high school. And so she said she lied to you about it, the soccer team getting dissolved. Yeah, and that was As the only it, time. So she didn't have to tell you that no one wanted you yeah. on the team. And that was the only time I got to quit. And it wasn't even my choice. It was like, oh, there's no soccer team for you anymore. And that was one sport I actually liked. <laughs> and everything else I hated. Oh, drama club. We were in drama club for like five or six years, five years in grade school. Uh-huh. F- four years. Um, well, two I plays liked a year. It. Yeah. The thing is, all my siblings liked it, except for me. So it was like not even an option for me. It's like, oh, Henry likes it. Henry's the main part. Philip's the main part. And it's his first year of drama club. Caroline hasn't had a line in five plays. Never had a line ever. I had three lines at one point. In a, in like, yeah. I was um, pedestrian number three. And <laughs> keep in mind, we still had to go to practice like three or four times a week. And I would just sit there. I'm like, there's no point of me being here. And my dad to this day even says that. I am so lucky that I did drama club because it's really helped me out with what I'm doing now on YouTube. I'm like, dad, no, this is just natural. I just grew into myself. But drama club and acting <laughs> didn't help. Well, like, like it helped. It was me. our fourth grade teacher teaching the place. She was super nice. Yeah, I loved like, her. It helped a lot of people. I just don't think it helped you because everything you do, you hate. Like, it doesn't even matter what it is. Everything Caroline does, she automatically hates it. Besides, besides like, YouTube and stuff I'm doing mm-hmm. now, because I feel like it was my decision. Mm-hmm. If I decided that I wanted to do all those things, I definitely would have enjoyed it more. And I do YouTube because I genuinely love it. And before that, before I had YouTube, I literally didn't have any hobbies. I would do stuff because I was forced to. And that's why I felt like a prisoner in my own mind. <laughs> like, yeah, Kate, you might be a prisoner, but I'm also in my own mental prison. So which one's worse? Yeah. Probably Kate's situation because she actually has a record. Yeah, um, that I feel like being actually incarcerated <laughs> it's probably in the worse. United States might be worse. It's obviously worse. Um, but, um, what do you mean? Go back to that point. What do you mean? You hate, I hate everything. I mean that literally, I, I can't think of one activity, like you were saying, that you 
like got excited for besides like YouTube or like I guess this podcast. But we're only on episode two, so we'll see. <laughs> no, I enjoy this a lot. Um, one thing I got excited about, like whenever mom, I would come home when my mom is still a stay at home mom and she would have cake ready, I would get excited. I loved eating. Well, <laughs> I still do. <laughs> Clearly, it ain't okay. a secret. <laughs> well, I eat healthy food I now, mean, though. Okay, other hobbies. Um, I yeah, like soccer. Me? Oh, volleyball. I played volleyball you for did five not years. Like volleyball. No, I love volleyball. You hated I volleyball. Loved vo- I was good at it. No, you were. No, I, I loved it. You were on like the B team. Yeah. So better than C. Okay, because like in volleyball there was like three teams and basketball at our grade school. A, B, and C, right? Yeah. And like the good people were on. A team. Yeah. And, like, the average people were on B team. Yeah, well, I so was like, average... if you really liked volleyball, mm-hmm. wouldn't you be on A team? No. It, d- you don't have... Okay, no, that's sending a bad message to our viewers. Just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you should pursue it. Unless you're not good at singing, because there's no hope for you. Coming from an actual Juilliard alumni myself, mm-hmm. my mater, Juilliard, <laughs> and I'm not talking Juilliard, my friend, I'm talking Juilliard, the school. I know what I'm talking about, so... Just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you should pursue it. It's called getting better. Like, our first episode, I'm not going to lie, was really good, but doesn't mean we should quit, you know? Right. We're, we're still going. I did YouTube for, like, a whole year, six months, <laughs> before any video got, as like, more than 20 views. And I'm just, look where I am now. Yeah, you were making... Such a change and impact. Billions? I'm just making... Uh, money doesn't matter at this point. It's all about your experiences. If money doesn't matter, how come you don't pay me? <laughs> <laughs> if money doesn't matter, why do you care if you get paid or not? Money we're not, doesn't matter We're to not you. getting into this anymore. Money matters to me, though. No. I um, I genuinely <laughs> never like what I do. <laughs> and my mom told me the other day, she goes, besides, obviously, YouTube podcasts, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you said that before. I just want to clarify, because I don't want people being mad at me. Just like, clear. why are you doing it? Shut up. So, mom goes, <laughs> oh, because we were watching a, a show in, like, five minutes, and I was like, this sucks, so I'm going to change the channel. Um, and my mom goes, Caroline, you have a really short attention span. I'm like, yeah, mom, because I know at this point what I like and what I don't like. So I'm just not going to sit through something that takes half an hour to get good. I'm sorry, but if you made a show and you paid all that money for the show, you better make it good. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't take half an hour for the episode to get good. Just make it good. It's not that hard. Well, like, you're putting something out there now. <laughs> and, like, what if people are like, dang, like, the Don't Be Ugly podcast sucks until, like, the last minute. But they haven't said that, so it doesn't matter. True. Also, we didn't pay millions of dollars for this. We only spent money on the microphones and the van. It did cost millions. Pretty close. Yeah, it was, like, really expensive. Like, we have a huge corporate budget. Um, but, yeah, that's what I have to say. Do you have anything else you want to add? I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, it's been fun, though. Yeah, it's been really fun. Um, thank you guys for supporting this podcast. We really appreciate it. One more time. Give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us a shout out to your friends. You know, send, take a minute right now. Send this to your mom mm-hmm. and send this to your dad. And we honestly should read a favorite comment of the week because right. I got a DM from this girl or a guy. I don't remember. And they were like, oh, Caroline, me and my mom are watching your podcast at 4 a.m. And our water broke from laughing so much. As you can tell in my voice. That's exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, really exciting. Um, but I loved that comment and I love reading all your guys' comments. I do read them all. Um and i really appreciate it and i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode um good thing i don't think we hit a lot of turbulence on this episode yeah i feel like we could have cured your ugly ugliness yeah with this podcast you may need to come in for a couple more treatments 
So um, definitely tune in for the next episode. Great advice, Philip. Which will be coming next Monday. (laughs) Yeah, next Monday. Um, Every Monday we release a new one. That's Monday for everyone who didn't hear that. Mm -hmm. So I love you all. I'll see you next episode. Have you ever watched a futuristic sci-fi movie and wondered, but wait, could any of this really happen? And will I live long enough to see it? That's what our show Hypothetical is about. I'm Carrie Bechet, and on this podcast, we ask what-if questions about the future. Like, what if we could read minds? What if the world's digital data was erased all at once? What would happen if the Yellowstone supervolcano erupted? Then we explore that question two ways, through speculative science fiction and through dialogue with brilliant scientists. The result is a genre-bending narrative that's interwoven with real facts provided by literal geniuses. And, spoiler alert, a lot of the science fiction out there, it's not nearly as far-fetched as you might think. Come time travel with me into the future on Hypothetical. New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Hypothetical. That's H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L.